Good morning, West Bowles, especially the mothers here. On behalf of the men's ministry, we want to let you know how much we appreciate you, how much we love you. Uh, All the mothers, grandmothers, mother-in-laws, stepmothers, and even the mothers that don't have children of their own who may have helped to raise nephews and nieces. Uh, We want to thank you and tell you how much we appreciate you. Unlike the older man while walking through the forest came upon a frog. And the frog began to talk to him. And it said, Hey, I'm a beautiful princess. If you'll kiss me, I'll turn into the beautiful princess and we'll be married and live happily ever after. And he picked up the frog and he put the frog in his pocket. And he began to continue to walk through the forest. And a few steps later, the frog says, Hey, hey. And he pulled the frog out and said, Yeah. She said, I I told you I'm a beautiful princess (laughs) and uh, if you kiss me I'll turn back into the beautiful princess and we'll be married and we'll live happily ever after and he said honey when you get to be my age I think you'd just like to have a talking frog (laughs) (laughs) you know God wants us to know him and uh, he uses uh, many times in scriptures pictures and images uh to help us to see him better. And I believe that he uses many, many images, maternal images of wives and mothers, that we might get a better insight as to what the real character of God is. Now, people are fiercely loyal to their mothers. Uh, You've seen it a hundred times, I'm sure. Uh, A a football game of the hula bowl or the super bowl or some competitive contest is about over and there's a winning team that is already so far ahead they're going to win and you know what happens the camera kind of pans out into the winning team and they're holding up their hands and they're pouring Gatorade on one another but they're holding their fingers up and pretty soon one by one they start to do what they say hi mom some of them are verbal some of them just see the lips reading now why is that I mean, they're on national television. They, they have the chance and the opportunity to say hi to anyone. But it's always mom. It's never uh, your wife. Uh, it's never your children. It's certainly never your father. It's always, the, <laughs> it's always the mom. Now, there's a reason why. Mothers give and give and give again without rarely expecting anything in return. It's probably one of the most unconditional loves there is. And it's an example to us of God's love. In fact, this love is so strong, they've even got a category name for it. It's called mother love. Mother love, uh, the definition of mother love, it's a degree of love that is only fully expressed by the love of a mother. And that's why men, women are so bonded to their mother. And that's why we hold them in such high regard. Now, Jesus really was a form of that mother love. Uh, He came down from heaven and he sacrificed his life for his children. It's just like mothers do. Now, if you're like uh, most men uh, will identify with this, that love of a mother never leaves. It never forsakes. It never goes away. It never quits. It's always unconditional. In fact, uh, a few years before his retirement, 
the chief of police of Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, his name is Chief Phil uh, Keith. Uh, he was at a city council meeting. True story. He's at a city council meeting, and as the custom is, they film that and show it on cable television. And he's sitting there quietly in the middle of this, and the TV reporters are there, and the print reporters are there, and his pager goes off. And he looks at his pager, and he sees it's a call from his mother. And uh, he gets up, and he walks over to the reporter's booth, and he says, could I borrow your cell phone? And the reporter said, sure. Hand him the cell phone. He opened it up and he dialed his mom. He said, Mom, is everything okay? Is everything all right? She said, Philip Earl Keith, uh, and if you're from the South, you know you're in trouble when your mother uses all three of your names, says, Philip Earl Keith, are you chewing gum? (laughs) I'm sitting here watching you on cable television. He said, "Uh, yes, ma'am, I am. He said, spit that out. Our mothers, uh, they're never, we're always a work in progress for our mothers. It's part of that deep-seated love they have for us. Or I'm going to have you saw Shaquille O'Neal. He finally went back to college and got the last few hours he needed for his degree. And here he is, uh, cameras all around him in cap and gown, surrounded by uh, wealth and money and beautiful women and reporters everywhere. And what's he doing? He's bending over ever so slightly to a Uh, his little mother as she's straightening his tie on national television. All seven foot of him. Mothers never give up uh, on their sons. And Jesus is no different. They never, Jesus never forsakes us. He never, uh, ever quits trying to improve us. He never uh, leaves us behind. Neither do our mothers. Well, Jesus, uh, when he... When he gave us the prayer of how to pray to our Father, he used the name Our Father in Heaven. Now, he's a good shepherd, and just like a mother, uh, the good shepherd leads us beside still waters. He protects us and provides uh, a, a meal before our enemies, just like our mothers. Now, the amazing thing about Jesus, just like mothers, is that even though they spat upon him, and even though they cursed his name, and crucified him. He never gave up on us. I, I can tell you, mothers, in my experience, men can do evil, horrible things uh, in life. Go to prison. Everyone else abandons them. Everyone else leaves them, but not their mamas. Or you want to start a fight in prison? Just talk about somebody's mama. That's all you got to do. They're fiercely loyal. Mary was no exception. Here Jesus is. He's hung on the cross as a common criminal. Uh, He's being crucified. He's being mocked, derided. Everybody has abandoned him. They've all run off in fear. Of the few people at the foot of the cross, who was there? His mother. His mama never gave up on him. Never forsook him. And most people don't know this side of God. God has a mothering instinct for all of us. Those of you that have your Bibles, turn to Isaiah 66, chapter 10. Isaiah 66, chapter 10. And put your finger there and then also look at Matthew 23, 37. Now, I will tell you, I think the 
Two of the characteristics of God are so much like our mother's. One is his deep-seated love for us, and the other one is his forgiving heart, his forgiving spirit that he has toward us. Let me read, if I could, first the Matthew 20, uh, chapter 23 passage. It says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you killed the prophets, stoned the messengers God sent to you. How many times I wanted to put my arms around all your people just as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you would not let me. And in Isaiah 66 it says, Rejoice with Jerusalem. Be glad for her. All of you that love this city, rejoice with her now. All you that have mourned for her, you will enjoy her prosperity like a child at its mother's breast. The Lord says, I will bring you lasting prosperity. The wealth of the nations will flow to you like a river and never goes dry. You will be like a child that is nursed by his mother, carried in her arms and treated with love. I will comfort you in Jerusalem as a mother comforts her child. When you see this happen, you will be glad. It will make you strong and healthy. Then you will know that I, the Lord, help those who obey me and I will show anger against my enemies. God's love for us is not unlike a mother's. It's unconditional. It never fails. It never runs away. It's always there. It can be counted. And that's why people are fiercely loyal to their mother. This mother love that's uh, spoken of. There's three things uh, that I think are pictures and images that uh, are so much like God that are encapsulated in our mothers. There's no protection like a mother. Uh, You can see it in the animal kingdom. Uh, If you've ever had dogs with puppies, how fiercely protective the mother is of her puppies. Uh, You even see it in gentle cows. Uh, If you come upon a calf and you think that, uh, and she thinks that you're going to do some harm to it, they'll actually turn on you. Well, let's consider Scripture. Uh, Moses' mother loved him so much that she defied uh, the Pharaoh of Egypt. Uh, the, The edict went out to kill all the children of a certain age, and she defied that. And she kept that child until he was three months old and then took him into the river and uh, let him go down the stream. And Pharaoh's daughter, another mother, picked him up and adopted him. And God was so loving toward that mother that he arranged it so that she could become the nurse, his own mother, for that. Uh, Look in 1 Kings. You'll see there that uh, you remember the two harlot women. Uh, They had, uh, during Solomon's reign, they had both... One of them had uh, rolled over and smothered her child. And in the morning, and that night, she took the other woman's child and traded it out and said, this is my child. And they finally went before Solomon. You know the story. And he said, cut the baby in half. Give each one of them half of it. And the first mother said, no, no, don't do that. And Solomon knew a real mother would never put her child in danger. And he knew then who the real mother was. Mothers are protective of their children. Consider God's protection. In Psalm 91, 1 through 4, he, he, he writes this to us. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shall thou trust His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. You know, there was a story of a fire at a farmhouse, 
And uh, they went out and the place had just burned to the ground. And the farmer went out into the yard to see about his animals. And he saw something laying on the ground and was kind of moving. And he walked over and kind of kicked it over. And out from under that burned up heap was a little chick. And the mother had put her wings over that small chick to protect. And that's how God protects us. It's another image of God's love for us, just like our mother's. There's no touch like a mother's touch. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, uh, when we were raising our kids and when they were young, when they had a boo-boo or they had a scratch or a scrape or something, it was always mom that they ran to. Uh, they didn't come to me. I would look at them and say, yeah, suck it up. You know, uh, if you're not bleeding, you're okay. Uh, God is the same way. When he touches people, he heals them. He, he touched people and made the blind to see and the lame to walk. Uh, he even touched uh, a, a, in, a, in a fight with, with uh, Jacob and he, and he was never the same. The touch of a mother is just like that. And, and I think that's why we're fiercely loyal to our mothers and why that mother love kind of love exists in the world today. Finally, there is a, a type of love. It's forgiveness. Uh, forgiveness of a mother. Uh, you can be in the worst kind of situation when you pick up the phone and you say, Mom, I'm coming home. She says, come on home. Uh, fathers say, okay, we've got to go through a, you know, a, a list of, have you gotten over this? Are you going to stop doing this? Mothers just welcome them. That's the same kind of love that God has. In fact, you remember the story of the prodigal son and the father sitting on the porch and he's waiting and he's praying and he's looking for his son, waiting and waiting. Does that sound like a dad? That sounds like a mom to me. Mother's love is always open. They're always waiting for the child to return. Again, good example of God's love. We miss that. Uh, too many times we think of God as father and male, and, and uh, those are the images that we have. He has a, a side of him that is so precious uh, to us. There's a story of a woman in London. Her daughter ran off into a life of sin. And uh, she went to her pastor and said, hey, uh, what should I do? The pastor said, go home, get every picture that you can find of yourself and bring them to me. And she said, okay. She went home, got all these pictures and brought them back to her, her pastor. And he wrote at the bottom of all of them, come home. That's all he wrote, come home. He took the pictures and he went out through all the bars and the nightclubs and the place of iniquity and place where uh, she made... Uh, have frequented, and he put these up everywhere. And sure enough, her daughter came upon one of these pictures, saw it, and she knew that mom would accept me. She called her up, and when she came home, her mom's arms were open wide to her, and she said, this home has always been open to you. We miss you. We've been praying for you. We're so glad that you're home. God is the same way. He loves us. He misses us. He wants us to come home to him. A mother's love is so forgiving and uh, it's unique, I think. In, in fact, it's almost supernatural. God's love and his forgiveness is supernatural. There is a, um, another kind of love that's really neat. Uh, there is a, a coach by the name of Casey Jones, a former NBA basketball coach for the Boston Celtics. And... Uh, he is known uh, throughout sports circles for being one of the finest, best coaches in basketball. 
And uh, he's kind of unusual uh, in that when uh, one of the, one of the uh, players would score 40 points and he'd make the last three-point shot and uh, he would win the game, the coach would walk by him and say, good job, good game, that's all he would say. Those that were struggling, that were in a slump, he would sit down with them and he would encourage them and he would tell them, uh, you're okay, you're just in a slump, you're going to do good. And finally, uh, Kevin McHale uh, went to him and says, hey, listen, uh, why do you always do that? You know, I'm out here just lighting the place up and I'm sinking all kind of difficult shots and when I walk past you, you say, good game. And that's it. And he said, look, you've got 15,000 people screaming your name. Uh, you've got reporters running up to you uh, with cameras and asking you uh, how to solve the problems of the world. You're the hero. You don't need my encouragement. But the teammates over here that are in a slump They desperately need it. Boy, aren't mothers like that? Don't you wish parents would be more like that? I mean, the times that your children are acting up and acting out and doing foolish things, in fact, that's the time that we naturally, our instincts are, it's not what you've done. And fathers certainly say, look, you're going to have to knock this off. You're going to have to start doing this. You're going to pick these grades up. That's exactly the moment and time that they need to be encouraged. Who does that? Mothers. It's an example of God's love. I don't know if God put it in your DNA, ladies. I don't know if He... uh, It comes through childbirth. But I am so glad that we have you to balance us. Uh, If it was just men that were raising children, I don't think they'd live past the age of five. (laughs) If it was just women... Uh, raising children, uh, they'd be, uh, probably be afraid to go outside. So God has given us a great balance. But on this day, I want to tell you how much we appreciate. And we understand and know you guys bring, you mothers bring something to the party that is irreplaceable. It's that mother love. And I, I want to, on behalf of all of the men here, tell you how much we appreciate and love you and our children do too. We wake up in the morning we praise you and sing your praises. Uh, you are such a blessing to all of us. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we come before you, um, we know, Lord, that your character, uh, you've expressed it in our mothers and in our wives. Uh, how much you love us and you gave your life for us, just like our mothers who gave our life for us. Lord, no wonder you chose a picture of yourself and and used it in mothers. Lord, on this day as we celebrate Mother's Day, let us glorify your name. Let us lift up our mothers and our grandmothers, our mother-in-laws. Let them know how much we love them and how much we see of you reflected and glorified in their lives. We pray this in Christ's name.